right. Well, welcome, everyone. We are excited to start the new year with an amazing leader on the podcast today. Kelly, are you excited? I am excited. Yes, I am. And it is good to be in a new year and great to be here again with you. Thank you for all you do. And this guy that we get to spend some time with today is uh, just a gem. He has been a friend and a supporter for years and years, uh, and, that, and for me, but for this city and for this community, Mr. Mike Packnett. So tell everybody what Mike does, Jerry. Well, if you don't know who Mike Packnett is, welcome, Mike. He is Thank the you. CEO of Parkview Health, um, and as you said, he is an amazing champion for the city, mm. and we're so excited to have him on the GLS and Beyond Leadership Podcast to yeah. give us some leadership wisdom and just hear his heart about the city of Fort Wayne. So welcome, Mike. When's the first you. time you ever met him? First time ever. Oh, first time I ever met Mike yeah. was December 2019 hmm. when uh, I brought Craig Rochelle in to Warsaw at Grace Has College. It been that long yeah. Already? Wow. Man. And. 19. You are everything everybody says about you. Yeah. You are a kind, humble, gracious servant leader, and that you would take time to even interact and engage and give a compliment was just so amazing. And it has just been a fun friendship since then. It's, mm, it's been cool. great. That yeah. meeting kind of got me to where I am today. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. You put together a good one there. That was a good one. Yeah. yeah. I, go, I go back in my mind 20 years ago. So I go, this is the GLS Leadership Podcast. Uh, I certainly know Mike and am familiar with Mike beyond the GLS realm, but but I go back to the early days of the GLS in Fort Wayne. And we were over at Blackhawk and, you know, a couple hundred, two, three hundred people plugging away. And there's year after year, there's Mike and Rick and others that would come and just, you know, ties off and laptops up, just pounding notes all day long. Um, on and the back row. On the back row. The back row. <laughs> so we could get in and out. So, yes, <laughs> on the very back row. So I was yeah. thinking about knowing that you were going to be here today, I just thought, you know, I don't know I've ever asked you, like, what? I mean, I know what our vision, now we get to work together on this thing, and I'm so thankful for that. But back then, why did you, why did you come? Like, what was going on in your head and your heart? I mean, there was still, there was a lot going on at Parkview 20 years ago. Yeah. But you guys came, and you just invested yeah, you know, I hadn't thought about this in a long for a long time, but I can I can now go back and see from the back row, I can see this diversity of people mm. that w- were in front of me. Yeah, at at, at yeah. Ch- in the church. Yeah, and I I don't believe I'd seen that before. Wow, and it was just really encouraging. Um, I remember we had uh, many. Uh, Many folk, many people from the black churches mm-hmm. that did. Uh, that came, yep. and they always livened up our worship time. They did. And, Stephen uh, yeah. Terry's church came. Mm-hmm. Al Jennings' church came. Yep. Uh, Luther's church came. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. But to see people worshiping together, learning together, yeah, uh, just uh, was it just? I think it just it sparked. So even back then. It, it, while the content was great, it was almost for you what was going on in the room. Yeah, I think I think that's really true. There yeah. was good content, as you said. We took a lot of notes and yep. a lot of good books, but it was that what was happening. Yeah, in our midst. That's great. Yeah, great memories. That's good memories. Well, twenty years ago, you met Mike yes. through the GLS. Mm-hmm. 
but you've been here a number of years in, the, in Fort Wayne. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey to be CEO of Parkview Health and, and how it all began? Yeah, I was uh, never intending to move north. We were living in Oklahoma, and if I was going to move anywhere, it's going to be south. Uh, but I got a call one day from a headhunter, and uh, he said, I've got you don't know me, but we know you, and we have a, the perfect job for you. And he said, I said, where, where is it? And he said, Fort Wayne, Indiana. I said, forget it. Hung up the phone. <laughs> and he called back about three weeks later and said, just, just hear us out. And you don't even have to come to Fort Wayne for an interview. We're going to have the interviews for our CEO position for Parkview in Chicago. So would you come to Chicago? I said, well, then sound great that you're not, I don't even have to go to Fort Wayne uh, and go to Chicago but long story short uh, I knew after the first day that there was really something special going on I loved the board hmm. and we had a long courtship which I needed and was probably good for for every everybody and uh, say a few names from back then board yeah. members that courted you yeah um, Larry Roland was the board chair you may know yep. Larry yeah um, Dr. Ray Dustman, who still is wow. our chief physician executive. Yep. Uh, Chuck Shrimper, mm -hmm. um, who yep. many people know. And uh, during the, the interviews, I knew that I could never work with him. Yeah. And he became my best friend. <laughs> and he was my board chair for seven years. Wow. But I thought he was just, an, just a finance curmudgeon that I was never <laughs> going to be able to get along with. So. <laughs> right. You never know. Wow. You never know. So great memories. Yeah, it was a it was a lot of people. Yeah, had a, like ten people on their yeah. board selection group. But wow. But it was it was really good. Uh, when we during the courtship, we came to um, to Fort Wayne three times. Never saw the sun. Uh, it was in the January, February, March, and right. gray they days. They brought you in the best time, right? <laughs> oh, gray days. I started on May 1st, and uh, I remember calling Donna, who staying back in Oklahoma to sell the house, and, and it was a beautiful May day, and sunny, and things were green, and I said, you're not going to believe how nice this is. And uh, she didn't want to believe, because she didn't really, she wasn't looking forward to coming north either, and mm. Uh, but for for both of us, it's just been the best best time to wow. come and be part of the community. That's amazing. That is. That's amazing. So when you got here and you are at Parkview, Parkview has grown significantly under your leadership. Can you share just a little bit about those early years and having a vision for growth? And the start date was? Uh, 06, May of 06. 06. Yeah, so a little over 15 years All right. Wow. Uh, now. Uh, but yeah, when I came, they were uh, board was still struggling a little bit with. We need a new hospital, or we need to to uh, put a few hundred million in the in the uh, Randalia. We call it Parkview Randalia location, and it was clear we needed to have a new place out on the on uh, 69. Hmm. So that that was really a lot of fun to get that project together. It ended up being about a 600 million dollar project. And it was it was great. It was it was really a lot of fun, uh, but but the best part of the first couple three years was uh, getting to know our physicians, in uh, and how good they were, and we we went from we had a group of about forty physicians then. And today we have a provider group of a thousand. 
We had about 6,000 employees then. We have about 13,000 today. Uh, so a lot of growth, but it's just it's because of the great people. We, we have uh, just a tremendous medical staff, and I'm so blessed. R- really, my main job is to make 12 good hires. That and stay out of everybody's way, right? And we're, I'm very fortunate that I have wow. 12 people that are so much fun to work with. They're so talented, mm. and I do. I just stay out of their way, and they they do such a great job. Wow. Well, it's been significant growth. I know that our community is so thankful for your leadership. Maybe share with our listeners a lesson that you've had come out of that growth over the last 15 years or you know just making really great hires there's a lot of aspects there that we could dig into you pick the one that maybe yeah for me I always come back to trust uh, that um, we we just always tell the story in the in the right way you know we don't try to uh, oversell, overpromise, but we, and I think that's especially important with physicians mm-hmm. that, you know, we want, they want to hear, hear it straight. And, and when we were building up the group, uh, we would have dinner after dinner with mm-hmm. them. And, but we were always very careful to make sure that we were doing things that develop trust. And cause you're really just one, uh, toe stub away from wrecking that trust too so we've always been very careful about that being willing for a deal not to be done because you know something's not quite right Uh, instead of trying to force it and maybe force it through exaggerating something so I, I just think that's so important for for all of us as leaders all of us as leaders in any sector, yeah. but his trust and relationships, I think, has been shown in the way that he served GLS and beyond, and he served the oh, community sure. um, and Absolutely. through Parkview. So we're just so thankful yeah. that you're a relationship builder. <laughs> I've been here 26 years, and when I think back on, you know, so you came in 06, and I, I think back on the significant difference that Parkview has made certainly medically, certainly in terms of the hospital, all the things that you guys do to care for people, certainly all of that. On top of that, you've had the opportunity and privilege to make a big, uh, have a big influence in our community. Mm. And from Mm. the field downtown to many, many other things, Mm. you've gotten a kind of a front row seat Mm. on Parkview's investment in this Northeast Indiana region. Mm. I'm curious, I know that as you did that and as you got to be up close to that, you saw, you've seen, like I have, others doing the same thing. Who are some others besides Parkview, besides you, that you look at and you think, gosh, what they've done is really significant. How they've given into this community is so special. Just I'd love to hear you talk about some individuals. That's a, that's a great question. You know, when I came, um, I went to the Godfather Ian Rowland was <laughs> yes. had had retired at that time, but he was still the godfather. Yep. And so we were trying to figure out where where we had it. We didn't have a plan for the region mm. at the time. Right. And so we we knew we needed to bring people together. I think we'll get into 
to uh, the spiritual side mm-hmm. of this later, but sure. but so many of the relationships early on were built with a lot of dinners um, around the table of saying, "Here's what we are today. What do we want to be tomorrow?" And uh, it, and when it, you say we, you're so talking about the community, the business community, yeah, the business yeah. com- who do business, we want to be? Right. Yeah. Yeah, and certainly uh, wow. Chuck Shurek and mm-hmm. Scott Glaze mm-hmm. and many others we probably had a a group of 10 or 12 at, but i remember after kind of understanding the landscape in mm-hmm. the community i went to ian and just said here's what i'm thinking that we need that we need to bring together northeast indiana yeah. we're not big enough to to have it fractured right. we need and and people didn't like Fort Wayne, if you weren't in Fort Wayne at the time. And yeah. so, but his advice to me was uh, when I was, was uh, really, when he, before he retired, and he said, uh, I could make five calls and get, I would know, it was my idea a good one and could we fund it? Wow. Uh, he said, Your problem is you're going to have to get 25 people together hmm. to know that. Yeah. Because, the, the the bank presidents by then didn't have the power to to write the checks anymore and and he said you're just going to have to have a bigger group and he was very prophetic it ended up we got 25 people together wow. that turned into about 40 people later on and we came up with this first vision and we called it vision 2020 mm-hmm. for northeast indiana and brought together people from government uh, from the business community yeah, not-for-profits yeah. came together uh, with this thought that we're selling ourselves to the world we're, mm-hmm. we're competing against the rest of the world for good jobs yeah right yeah. and we look better to the outside world uh, if if as a region yeah. we have more universities in the region we have more talent in the region yeah. etc yeah. so we, we said we got to sell our region to the world yeah. rather than just sell Fort Wayne. Right. And it, it took a number of years mm-hmm. for people to really get on board with this idea that the better Fort Wayne was, mm-hmm. the better everybody is. Yeah. And when I started hearing mayors in the outlying counties say that, we knew that we were well yeah. on our way to having a very cohesive group. and. Yeah. John Sampson led uh, the regional partnership for so many years. Did such a great, great job, great job, in in, uh, in helping make that vision yeah. happen and uh, activate it. Yep. Uh, so that's awesome. Uh, but so many people in that group. It, it was fun to yeah. work with them all. Well, you built community. You built consensus and a heart for thinking beyond your organization. Um, and as you said, we're going to we're going to get into the spiritual side of it. So a few years ago, mm-hmm. the GLS and Beyond board was sitting around and the idea of a city movement or the term city movement came up. And I know that that had such an imprint on your heart. I would love for our listeners to hear more about citywide transformation and and your leadership as you chair that for our organization. Yeah. Uh, as you all know, just such a surprise assignment. Uh, to be sitting in the board meeting uh, where, um, as Kelly knows, a big part of our task was to raise 
$400,000, you know, to try to get his, be able to scholarship and as many people to come to the GLS two-day event. So we spent a lot of our time and effort around that. Yeah. So my the hat I wore was generally more of the numbers, finance type of, of view from the board. Um, and one day in, in uh, here at Sweetwater mm-hmm. uh, in Chuck's um, conference room, we were having our GLS board meeting and Sherry Miller, who was the board chair at the time, was reporting on what uh, Chicago, what the big board, big GLS board in Chicago was seeing in the future. And she uttered two words that stopped me in my tracks. And those two words were city movement. And I don't, I, I haven't experienced anything. It wasn't, it wasn't a, a, an emotional, it was just, uh, those words got on the inside of me. And I thought, what is going on? I remember uh, Donovan Coley was sitting on one side and Larry Lance was sitting on the other. And we, I, we just, I wasn't letting Sherry move on with the agenda. <laughs> and then uh, Donovan's looking, what's wrong? What, what's going on? And Larry just said, hey, we just got to pray. So Larry, Larry uh, gave the first prayer of the citywide uh, mm. movement, if you will, uh, that day. But we've been on a real discovery um, journey for the last three and a half years now of uh, what God would have us to do together. Uh, that, uh, and we're, we're, as you know, we're sneaking up on that now. We're getting really close to being able to uh, make that determination of what we can do mm. together um, and the synergistic effect of, of that and bring in different groups of people together. But it started in that, yeah. in Chuck's conference room that day. And it's it's been uh, a, a lot of prayer, a lot of discovery along the way, a lot of, as you know, Jerry, a lot of uh, uh, listening to people around the country. Mm-hmm. And I'm so encouraged with what God is doing in our country. You know, we we hear all of the division, and we've used the word unity more in the last three and a half years mm-hmm. than. Uh, I've heard from anybody, you know, on the news or in the in the papers, and so uh, I, I I'm more excited today about the next three and a half years and where we're going to head than yeah. I've ever been. Wow, yeah, a surprise assignment, but. Fort Wayne was yeah. a surprise assignment too, That's right? right. Yeah. That's <laughs> so right. that just keeps surprising. And I hear him say that, and I know you. I know you'll both get this, but it's just another example of God's timing mm-hmm. and God's place. Because, you know, here I was, you know, again, 20 years ago, leaving the GLS event. Every time we'd do it, and every time we would do it, I'd walk out thinking, like, there's got to be more than two days. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would, you know, I'd take this shot and I'd do that and I'd think about that. And we got some traction on this or that. And I think for a while I always thought it was coaching and training in the in-between months. And I think there's still some validity to that. <laughs> but, but again, when Chicago started labeling what was going on in Fort Wayne as a city movement and he hears that, <laughs> boom. It was like yeah. that was the day, <laughs> that was the time, like that was the, all these years later, right? And God just said, okay, now. And so super encouraging for me 
for all those years to have thought, there's got to be something more <laughs> for this place than just those two days. Mm-hmm. And now to see it happening is thrilling. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just an amazing testament to your dedication of saying yes and your willingness yeah. just to keep going, right? Yeah. Yep. You provided an opportunity for leaders to come and learn Mm -hmm. and rub shoulders together and just have time to think and be together. And so it's all of those things. God worked it all for good in the perfect timing. And I'm excited too. (laughs) Yeah. I think building on those relationships, Kelly, you know, it's all about relationships. Sure. And for all those relationships that we made while we were going to the, through the GLS and um, it's just, I think the dividends of, of what all you've done mm. to get us to where we are today, we'll see those dividends yeah. for eternity. We will. Yeah. yeah. I'm we grateful. Will. Yeah. And yeah. and you said it and alluded to it. So I have to say it because I, I think our listeners are probably thinking it too. You said, you know, when our leaders saw that when we worked together, together was better and that when we could, when Fort Wayne was better, yeah. we yeah. all could be better. Yes. But we know what, Kelly? <laughs> we know. Everybody wins when Fort Wayne gets better. <laughs> Everybody wins when Everybody a wins when better. a leader gets better. Yeah. I thought the same thing you were thinking. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's, that's just wins. been really... It's true a really great no. campaign that you've coined for it's really true. our city. Yeah. Um, but I think it's true, not even in the GLS space, but when we work together and the unity that you're talking about, yeah. everyone wins yep. um, and it's yep. a kingdom win. <laughs> yep. And I, I think what we've learned too, from all these city movement leaders, they will tell us that the rate limiting step or the rate limiting factor in what God is doing in a community is leadership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, how many leaders they'll say what well you 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 ask the, them the question Jerry that what what would you change? What biggest thing you could change in this if we could have started focus more on leadership mm-hmm. and if we could get more leaders yeah involved that's that's the biggest thing that that they would would change. Yeah. And you've done that. Yeah. And we get to be a part of what that looks like in the future and activating those leaders. Yeah. So that's that's an amazing no, so place cool. to be and yeah. exciting and exciting to start the new year to think about what's coming and what the doors that God is opening. But I can't wait to hear what you're excited about for Fort Wayne. Mike, if you can share maybe some insights on what gets you excited for this next year or where you're seeing some bright spots. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, Jerry. I think uh, just staying on citywide for um, a little bit, you know, thinking about these, um, if, if it's health stats, if it's economic stats, you know, whatever you're seeing, they've been, they either been stuck where they are uh, for decades or they've gotten worse. In healthcare, it's usually it's that things have gotten worse. But as we're looking and learning from, communities around the country, I really am excited about bringing networks of people together. Mm -hmm. We're learning Mm -hmm. about the power. We know about, we know the power of networks, but we're really understanding Mm -hmm. bringing networks of people together to solve problems that have, as of yet, been, we've been unable to solve. Mm -hmm. And it hasn't been because we haven't had enough not-for-profits or enough churches or enough this or enough that. Yeah. But it's, it's, you know, 
I, we we know that God wants us to to work so much closer together, to be in community, be in relationship. Uh, we heard the other day someone say, uh, "We're going to spend eternity together." Let's start today. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was it's pretty good. That <laughs> we, we might as well just we might as well just get with it. He, that's what he wants his children to do, and we just haven't done a great job as mm-hmm. the church, as as uh, as uh, people of faith, in coming together. But when we look at, especially for us, when we look at Southeast Fort Wayne, either through the lens of Parkview our lens of healthcare mm-hmm. in Southeast, or we look at the economic uh, side, if we look at the educational side, the only way that we're really gonna make a difference is bringing those networks of people, mm-hmm. bringing the church together with the business community, with the not-for-profit mm-hmm. community, with government, mm-hmm. with the city, with the county, uh, but what we're I think what we're learning more too is we got to work on it one neighborhood at a time it it your mind goes a little or my mind goes tilt when you think about how do we get the metrics to really change the way that we want them to change yeah but if you think about changing um, transforming Fort Wayne one neighborhood at a time I can get my mm-hmm. brain around that. And we, one of our GLS board members, uh, Javier Mondragon, has done this the best of anybody. Mm-hmm. Hands down. Uh, of, for the last decade, yep. you know, what he's been able to do to take the assets in the community, combine them with some philanthropy, but mostly his mostly, yeah. grit, determination, persistence to see the metrics in that community change, that Mount Vernon Park neighborhood change. And so I'm really- That's a win, that's what we need. We need a win. Yeah, exactly, (laughs) we do. Yeah. And he's he's built up that trust Mm -hmm. over 10 years so that Mm -hmm. uh, now as his vision is is increasing to the Pettit-Rudisil neighborhood just to the north, much bigger neighborhood, but how do we do that? You know, how do we? There and there, there's so many, so many people. There's there's a lot of bright spots. Mm-hmm. When we think about some of the challenging things, we can name those. But there's also a lot of bright spots mm-hmm. that and and I think where the the synergistic effect will come is when we get those bright spots together and everybody rowing in the same direction together. Mm-hmm. Um, to uh, for for kingdom it's kingdom work we're going to do this kingdom work together in ways that 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 we're going to see um and just if we if i just choose the school example we should not be we we can't have dnf schools Mm -hmm. because underlying that are children that are not going to have a chance to be Eight successful eighteen-year-olds, mm. right? If if they're not if they're not ready to learn when they hit the doors of the school, if they're not mm. uh, reading at third grade, grade level, fourth grade math, um, Dr. Mark Daniel mm. from Fort Wayne Community says. Also, I think it's 
eighth grade algebra mm-hmm. is such a big Huge. predictor yeah. yep. of success. But we want to come alongside. We want to bring networks of Christian businessmen, um, the Christ-based not-for-profits, non-Christ-based offer. We want everybody that wants to make a difference in many of these metrics to come come alongside to 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 have have children to have hope, mm-hmm. parents to have hope. Uh, there there's there's a lot of returns on investment that that we'll see, but I don't know if there's a better one than yeah. having hope injected into yeah. a family, a neighborhood, you know, a city. I know. Uh, I don't think it gets much better than that. No, and and being Doesn't. a part of changing family and generations to come, right? Yeah. You change one child that makes the different choice. You know, the the it just it, the impact is endless and that's the legacy yeah. that I think every leader looks for is is something that outlives their leadership, right? Yeah. And I think that that's incredibly inspiring um, and exciting as we head into this new year. And I know that you and I have the same passion with mm-hmm. schools um, that, man, if it wasn't for people in my life, mm-hmm. my yeah. life would be a lot different. Um mm-hmm. For leaders that stepped in. Mm. So I feel that responsibility to do that for mm. as many Jerry's out there as possible. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I can't wait for what's to come in 2022. And you've said that we've been listening to a lot of leaders. We've been listening to a lot of leaders locally. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you've said, there's so many nonprofits and so many leaders that have been doing this work for decades. And we just need to have some synergy around, hey, where are your gaps? Where can we come yeah. alongside you mm-hmm. um, and, and kind of plug those holes so that we can move forward as a stronger front? Yeah, that's a, that's a great point that we ought to emphasize is we're not looking to create a whole new mm-hmm. 501c3 to, that's going to be yeah. the, you know, solve all these. It's come alongside people that uh, we call it the, their, their Holy Spirit steps out there that we just want to come alongside yeah. uh, to really make a make a difference uh, for them and what what do they need from us yeah. that we could bring to them to make a real difference? Yeah, because we know sometimes it's really hard when you're leading an organization and you're just trying to survive to the next milestone or get to the next mm-hmm. spot that it's hard to take a step back and say, here's what I really need and really be able to bring people to the table and share that. And mm-hmm. you've built the relationships mm-hmm. that authentic um, your authentic selves are coming to that relationship. So they trust you. They feel OK to say that. So we're excited to have more of those conversations with leaders and know where we can lean in and press in and mm-hmm. and, and be an opportunity to platform for them and share what they've already been doing and share the bright spots and get them all going in the right dis- direction. Right. <laughs> I love the word. I love the word hope. I, I had the privilege of getting to talk to somebody from um, Javier's from Mount Vernon, yeah. from that neighborhood, and he said, and they said to me that what has gone on there has given them uh, new dreams. Dream. I like that. Too. New, new new dreams. dreams yeah. yeah. And I thought it's just a great way of saying hope. Yep. Um, yep. But I just yeah. I just echoing what you said earlier, yeah. and so thankful that we all get to be a part of that. Absolutely. Well, Mike, is there anything else you want to share about Citywide or anything you're, you're excited about in this new year coming up? It's always th- uh, great to think at the beginning of the year on 
you know, what do you want this this year to be? And uh, I I think 2022 will be a real defining year uh, for uh, citywide for um, leaders. I am the other thing I'm so encouraged by are the number of young leaders mm. that God has brought to Fort Wayne, <coughs> excuse me, or raised up mm-hmm. in Fort Wayne, probably more raised up, but also brought to Fort Wayne that are in their 20s and 30s and early 40s. Yeah. Uh, as a uh, someone in their uh, past 65, <laughs> my job is to, to make sure that we're passing the baton yeah. and providing as much counsel, as much friendship. We heard the other day that uh, many folks, they just, they want a friendship mm-hmm. with us along with a mentorship and an ability to just reach out when they, when they uh, need help or want to talk through something. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I am so encouraged with the number mm-hmm. of emerging leaders if mm-hmm. I can they're already leaders so that they're they're just on that leadership journey that uh, I, I'm very pleased to see yeah that's great mm. well we're excited that God yeah. gave you the surprise assignment 15 years ago to come to <laughs> Fort Wayne and that you said yes and that <laughs> he gave you the surprise assignment to chair citywide and you said yes and so I can't thankful. wait to see what you say yes to yeah. continually because you are a faithful servant and yeah. we're thankful Thank for your you leadership. All. So you're 65 plus. Yeah. So last question. I don't know where, t- tell us, first of all, tell us where you were when you were 21 years old yeah. and what advice would you, knowing what you know now, what advice would you give to your 21-year-old self? Yeah, I was such a mess at 21. We might want to go to 22 <laughs> or 23 when I... Uh, became a Christian. There you go. I was, uh, I had, I was, uh, I had no direction at mm. 21. Wow. It was, thing, I was so confused, lost. lost. Yeah, yeah. I was, it was, it was, it wasn't a pretty sight. And uh, I hadn't met Donna yet. Thank goodness she wouldn't have had anything to do with me right. at 21. But if I just went forward a couple of years to, to yeah. uh, 22 or 23, uh, you know, I didn't know what love was hmm. prior to becoming a Christian. Right. Uh, my parents were great, but I really didn't understand yeah. um, wow. God's love. I didn't. I didn't get that. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, starting later in life uh, and, and kind of understanding what that meant. Yep. Uh, I would. I would say. Now, looking back um, on as a new Christian, I'd, I would tell myself that the, the journey is going to be longer than you think mm-hmm. and harder at times than you think. But don't, um, don't think even the small lessons are not worth learning. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, That's the big great, lessons Mike. we can remember. But yeah. You know, I I went through years of having bad boss after bad boss and good jobs. They were great jobs, but bad bosses. And I thought, what? Why am I here? Uh, You know, day after day. And the lesson there was, don't forget this feeling of when you you treat people this way, 
this is what's gonna, mm-hmm. this is how you're making people feel. Wow. Um, so I guess I was a slow learner because it took me, I had to go through. A lot of bad bosses. <laughs> a lot of bad bosses. I was in the oil and gas business at the time and yeah. the culture was crazy. But I think it was that the, this opposite, seeing the opposite of where yeah. where you want to be sometimes yeah. makes it crystal clear. Yeah, makes total um, sense. <laughs> well, thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thanks so much. Great having you with us. Thanks yeah, for all that great you've done with for you guys. all of us. Thanks for your friendship. And uh, what a joy to get to spend this time together. Yeah, thank you. Yep. Thanks to both of you. Thanks, Jerry. Yep.